G'day and welcome to another edition of Authorised, the podcast where writers speak. My name is Kevin Hilliard. Today, speaking to Dr. Kieran Kennedy and Scott Henderson, who've written a book called The Manual. More on that in a moment. But I want to point you in the right direction of the people to talk to about your financial future. Now, whether you're planning for the next three years, five years, 10 years, or whatever it is, the people that can help you out are CSCG. Uh, your financial goals are their financial goals. So give them a call and have a chat. Double nine seven four eight triple three. Check out the website, cscg.com.au. Whatever field of finance you want to talk to them about, they have people who are experts in that area and they will most certainly be only too happy to hear from you and certainly happy to help you out. Now, the manual may help you out. It's been built as a practical guide to life, health and happiness and tackles that very important question, what does it mean to be a man in the 2020s? Well, Dr. Kieran Kennedy and Scott Henderson hopefully have some answers or definitely have some answers for you and some guides in this book called The Manual. Let's talk to them about it. So two years in the making uh, or thereabouts to put put this all together? Almost two years. So I think the idea for the book probably was like almost two years on the dots. So we kind of came up with the idea for the book during the pandemic. So What precipitated that discussion? Uh, so I was uh, working at Men's Health, the magazine, and um, we were closed, shut down during the pandemic uh, for a brief period of time. And it kind of didn't seem right to me because health was kind of the top news story um, on every channel. It was on everyone's lips, um, not only kind of, I guess, COVID, but um, the you know mental health crisis that kind of came along with the pandemic. And, um, you know, Kieran and I had connected through Men's Health and we kind of kept chatting during that period saying, you know, there's so much information to get across to men at the moment, um, but there kind of isn't an avenue to Mm. do that. Um, Or the avenues that were happening were, you know, it was fear-mongering. It was kind of very uh, dramatised and Mm. and wasn't really fact-based, especially when it comes to mental health. So we kind of came up with the idea of this book and and as well, it's kind of the book, you know, we all the last kind of few years have been kind of turbulent for men Mm. um, in terms of, I guess, there's Me Too, the mental health crisis, Mm -hmm. uh, the pandemic that that they kind of came along and it was this time of, okay, cool, we really need to address masculinity and what it means to be a man and what it means to be healthy as a man. Um, And rather than position it in a scary way, we wanted to empower men and kind of say, well, this is a time to really take control of your health and seize the narrative. Yeah, and I think as sort of, you know, guys in their early 30s as well, we were sort of living this shift in terms of what masculinity and men's health means now for sort of modern men. And that obviously comes through for any age. Um, So I think we were sort of just chatting about that a lot and, you know, became of mates and then sort of spitballing back and forth about these different things and pressures for men and gaps and just really kind of came to the sense of wanting to to really have a, a book or a guide or something where all of those little pieces to the puzzle were sort of included and talked about in a fresh kind of modern holistic way. So that's the seed that starts it, but then it blows out into, or not blows out into, but then it becomes this, this you know, uh, this this feeds into this one, which feeds into that, and the body yes. works here and the fuel works here and the other. Yeah. So, so when did you get a sense of, hang on, this is going to be a lot bigger than we thought it was going to be, or was it always <laughs> going to be uh, this kind of big, big work? Probably a lot smaller than <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. where it's um, – 
I mean, we always knew we wanted to incorporate the body, the fuel mm. and the mind uh, because, you know, I think both of us, that's our approach to health, um, is very holistic. Uh, you can't kind of nurture one without nurturing the other mm. and, and kind of all aspects of health feed into each other. Um, but then kind of breaking it down into, cool, well, how do you kind of take those isolated aspects to health and, and nurture them? Yeah. And I think that was, you know, it did evolve as we were going through the planning process and then even the writing process. But yeah, like Scotty said, I think <laughs> we could have written a much larger book or a series of books yeah. if it was everything to do with men's health. So part of the process, I think, was was kind of picking pockets that, really weave together well and that we felt and feel are important for the sort of modern men's health in terms of where it's at right now. And the different things that you both bring to the table in in expertise from a medical point of view and from a you know a journalistic point of view, a really nice match in, in what you were what you achieved with this book. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's um like I said, Kieran is the brains, the the doctor, the medical medical noose. Um, oh, you're the good-looking one. Is that how it works? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just struggling. I took my words to see what I actually bring to the table. But um, <laughs> just some words. Saying I have a brain is giving me far too much credit. But no, I think it was a good. It definitely was a good mix. I mean, you know, Kieran has just come off the back of 15 years of intense study to kind of get to where he's at and um and i think is you know writing it at this time in our life we kind of we're almost i guess the tail end of who this book is written for Mm. so we kind of wanted to write it while it was fresh and while we were kind of experience still experiencing these things and and kind of one of the readers we didn't want to we didn't want it to kind of be uh a lecture we wanted it to be a conversation Mm. yeah and particularly for men i think in the past information and discussion around health or societal issues or masculinity, you know, it can be and has been done in a way that's quite sort of, um, as Scott said, lecture vibe-ish, if that's a a word that I'll just invent there. But, you know, we wanted it to kind of feel quite fresh and relatable and so including sort of anecdotes in terms of our own experiences with health and our own journeys through different things, that is and was a really important part to it as well. It's also kind of a breakthrough because my generation didn't talk about any of this stuff. Mm. We just didn't. We just didn't. You just get on with it, you know, just uh, move on to the next one. Whereas uh, you're talking about 30-year-olds now and and 20-year-olds coming into 30-year-olds is who the book's aimed at uh, mostly. And they're they're talking about that stuff now. They're actually – and they're talking to each other about it, which is bloody, oh, we never did that. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a good stepping stone, I guess. You know, it's it's still it's a book format, so you can digest it yourself. Um, and you know, it, it it touches, like we said, on all aspects of health. So I guess it kind of even if I think that's a good bit about the book is even if you feel like you have a mastery on a certain aspect of your health, you know, it provides a perspective that maybe you hadn't got on that aspect before. So you'll be able to kind of empathise with other men and and kind of understand what they're going through. Um, or what we're all going through as men. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that we talked about so much even before we started the writing process was that for all men at the moment, I think it doesn't matter what age you're at, there are some really needed positive shifts happening in terms of masculinity and men's health. But it's also important to call out that that 
can be quite confusing and confronting and overwhelming. It's sort of like, well, if I'm a man today, I'm sort of seeing and hearing that I should be or maybe need to be this, um, you know, but then does that mean that I can also still, you know, (laughs) love the gym and some of the more traditional things of growing up as a man, you know, so we kind of wanted to include all of these areas to sort of show as well that it's, there's no kind of formula or right and wrong to to manhood and yeah, and I think it's an ageless book as well. I don't. I think it works as every bit as well for me as it does for maybe a twenty five year old. To be honest, I, I was just about to say that I think um, you know, although I guess who we wrote it for in with in mind was kind of the men that we have just been. Mm-hmm. It's it definitely certainly doesn't discount older men because. Yeah. You know, whether they read it themselves and take it away from themselves or younger men read it, you know, they read it and then it's a tool to relate to their fathers, their grandfathers, their uncles, their colleagues. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great understanding for, for both. I guess it's a great manual for the self and also for the men mm-hmm. in your life as yeah. well. Well, as I yeah. said, we didn't talk about it to each other. So now this this mm-hmm. might open the doors for for me to talk to my you know thirty year old son about it or my eighteen year old yeah. son about it that so that that's a, that's a, a good thing and I also get the impression that this is kind of part of the process that we're going through now of redefining masculinity with our own personal take on it and that it's not a one dimensional thing anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know that's probably some of the reckonings uh, that men and masculinity has faced in the past couple of years and. Probably one of the ones that we needed to face is, you know, there there kind of was a very societal uh, definition of what being a man was, and you you know you had to you didn't have to fit into that, but if you didn't fit into that, it was kind of like, well, you know, where do I sit as a man? Mm. Um, whereas I think that has been dismantled somewhat, and masculinity is like you know ripe for the redefining, and and we're in a position where we can reclaim that narrative now and. Um, you know, we would, we were saying earlier today, you know, there's a quote from Nike where if you have a body, you're an athlete. Well, if you identify as a man, then however you are is masculine, you know, it's, um, and and it's as long as, you know, you're happy within yourself and you're not harming the others around you, well, then that's a perfect definition of masculine. Yeah. But as you sort of, um, sort of alluded to before, Kevin, that's a really sort of, in a lot of ways, men being able to define that for themselves and with each other and things, that, that's really, in the, in the grand scheme of things, a very new thing because, you know, we talk about in the book as well ways that masculinity has been very narrowly defined in the past and defined with a lot of pressure actually put on men in terms of who they should be and how they should act, what they should share or not share, feel or not feel. Um, so it is this beautiful time where that's kind of been opened out um, in terms of men just stepping into whatever masculinity feels. Yeah, it is. the the breadwinner, the strong one, the tough one, the you know the, all all yeah. those things that, that that's yeah. been bro- the weakness. Don't show feelings, you know, and and that's that's not thankfully what masculinity is now. Yeah. The area of mental health has become such a such an integral part now of, of everyone's life, but I, I think men have become more in touch with it and have allowed themselves to be vulnerable in a, in a public, you know, in a, in a very much in front of everybody else, which they didn't do before. Is that, is that something that you you're really conscious of when you when you were writing about that area in this? 
Yeah, absolutely. And obviously that's sort of my work within psychiatry. That's my sort of clinical passion. That's something I've been fascinated by and passionate about, you know, <laughs> what feels like my whole life in terms of med yeah. school and study. Um, but, yeah, for both Scotty and I, when we were even just seeding the idea of this book, that was such an integral part to it because for a long time that has been a gap with men's health. And I think Scotty's work in the media and journalism and health journalism, he really had felt and experienced that too. You know, so many years of chat about, you know, what to eat for the gym and biceps and abs and even heart health. And all of those things are important. Um, but we really wanted to kind of get information out there for men of all ages around mental health as well and just pushing that that's okay. Yeah, it's funny, you know, uh, working in the media and working for a magazine, every cover guy that I would interview or we would feature, you would approach it thinking, oh, it was going to be a bodybuilding story or it's going to be X, Y, Z. Every single cover story came back to mental health um, every single time without fail. Uh, so it is, it is prominent and there are guys talking about it and it is great that, you know, as you say, people in the public spotlight, you know, being open and vulnerable. Yeah. What's been the reaction to, to the book of so far? I know it's very early days. Uh, well, it's so early that really only our <laughs> parents have read it. So <laughs> it's been phenomenal. How did dad react? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it, it's been really interesting and surprising. So there have been um, a few actually women have come to us and yeah. said they read it and they feel like they understand their partners better. Mm -hmm. uh, one lady kind of reached out and said, who has teenage sons, and said yeah. it was great because now she can kind of understand what they're going through. Yeah. Um, in terms of men, it was kind of what we expected, which was great, which was, um, you know, there were aspects that resonated with them personally on a personal level, but then other chapters related to men in their lives as well, which yeah. was kind of what we had hoped was that every chapter was applicable in some way, whether that's personally or, or kind of as an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. And just hearing already feedback in terms of people seeing it, hearing about it, reading it and sort of saying, Oh my God, this is what's been needed for so long. Like this, it's so great that something like this is here now. Um, yeah, it's just incredibly humbling because obviously that's, that's what Scotty and I were feeling as well and that's how we hoped it would be received. Yeah. So it's been quite surreal. You describe it as a roadmap and, and it's a way of getting to a point but not necessarily they're all different ways of getting there. There's not one yeah. particular way of getting there and that's, that's what I think if people take that as, as their kind of guide when they, when they pick it up. What do you want if, if someone walks into a bookshop and sees it, you know, 30-year-old bloke walks into a bookshop and has a look and sees it. What do, what do you want him to know about it before he picks the book up? Uh, I think, we, you know, we want them to know that this is not necessarily a roadmap to get to a final destination, mm -hmm. but it's, it's more, I guess, some guidelines to live by and to absorb and to arm yourself with. We really want to empower that 30-year-old guy um, with tips that are going to prolong his life and increase his happiness during that life. Um, and, and it's something that we want people to refer back to, you know, throughout their lives to kind of refresh and, and kind of pick up these tools. And, um, you know, there will be times when your nutrition and your training are great, but your mental health might not be. There are going to be times when your mental health is great, but your training and nutrition aren't. And mm. that's just the way life and health is, you know, it comes in ebbs and flows. 
Um, and I think the important thing to kind of take away from this is this is a, a sustainable guide to, to fitness, health and happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that, that roadmap metaphor again, it's sort of just as, as you sort of um, mentioned, it's, it's not about any one destination in yeah. terms of that road. And so I think, you know, I would hope that, that you know, that bloke walking in and, and seeing the book and thinking, well, what is this and what am I going to get from it? It's sort of some, some pit stops and tools and things to hopefully help get the man who's reading this book to the destination with their health and masculinity that feels right for them. And you know, a collection of tools to help people do that is sort of what we hope to put together. The minute you put a book out, you think of ten things that you didn't put in it. Have you have you had that conversation between the two of you? <laughs> well, I think that's the benefit of writing a book with a co-author is you can, um, you know, we've been saying to people today, we both have half a brain each, so combined we're one brain. <laughs> um, and I think that's the benefit of writing a book with a co-author is a lot of the things that you potentially missed will get picked up. So there's nothing that I think well, I personally wish we'd put in there, but we actually haven't had that discussion. So Yeah, no, you might <laughs> open that can. How- but, yeah, I feel the same. I think, you know, just really happy with what we've included, you know, in terms of those guideposts because, you know, I, I, we definitely talked about the fact that we could write encyclopedia length kind of if we included everything about health and men's health. How did the writing process work between the two of you? Did you do it together? Did you do it separately? Did you did you email each other? What did you do? Physically separately, um, but we definitely wrote it together in terms of, I guess, the, the book is written in a joint tone of voice. Yeah. Um, so it's very much Kieran and myself. I was trying to blend our names, but I... <laughs> <laughs> too short. <laughs> it's it's Kieran and myself as a as a joint tone of voice. We do break off, I guess, into personal anecdotes just to kind of where it's something where Kieran is a subject matter and it's an experience that he's been through, or myself, vice versa. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely super collaborative. It was um, a test of technology in terms of Google Docs and editing things in live formats. Um, but yeah, it was it was very much. I mean, there are obviously subject matters where Kieran is the expert, so I played more of a journalistic role. But yeah. I think again, that's kind of where we we kind of worked well. Is there might be a chapter, but then I would ask questions from a journalistic point of view, or you know, um, I would write something and Kieran would inform it with knowledge. So yeah, it was yeah. it was actually a great partnership. Yeah, I think we're just lucky that we we already were kind of, we we sort of write and think I guess in a, a quite a similar way so in terms of that tone of voice and it not feeling like two different books that have been <laughs> mashed into one it's, it's worked out really well but yeah that was that was a beautiful part of the process um, for me as well the whole way through was us kind of you know informing and changing sort of each other's work um, in terms of just how the chapters and the information came together yeah is it a partnership that will continue uh, into an, another book or another project? Have you thought about that yet? Uh, I think we haven't slept off this one yet. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> yeah, Fair yeah, enough. yeah. No, it's always talking. I mean, since, even since we started this one, we start you start talking about the next yeah. book. <laughs> the ideas, start but, flowing but what that next book is, we we don't know yeah. yet. <laughs> 
Oh, well, uh, uh, congratulations on this one. Uh, job well done and uh, you obviously you work terrifically well together and uh, let's hope we see more of it in the future. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thank really you appreciate so it, Kevin. Thank you. My thanks to Kieran and to Scott for their time and it's a big work, one that you should check out too uh, and answering some very important questions on uh, your health and a whole range of other subjects. The Manual, out through Pan Macmillan. And thanks, of course, to my podcast partners, CSCG. Your financial goals are as important as every other goal in your life. Uh, they set you up for uh, for your health and happiness in your future. So give uh, CSCG a call and have a chat to them about how they can help you with your finances. Double nine seven four eight triple three cscg.com.au. Wherever you found this edition of Authorise, there's plenty more, a whole range and raft of different authors and different books and subjects, so check it out. Until the next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Read a book. You'll enjoy it. Listener.